Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the program. He is Jacob Warren. I am Dave Hooker. It's time for the Vol Report. Brought to you by Lawn and Garden. The guy just keeps winning. An Orange Bowl victory. Congratulations, Jacob. How did that feel? Primetime Friday night, everybody. Yeah. That's not only win, but dominate. Good stuff. Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, it was huge, man. Just to think about, you know, the fact that we watched that game. <clears throat> Usually, you know, either – I've watched the game at home before, right? Because we weren't at a bowl or at, a, at another bowl, you know what I mean? And watching down the TV and um, just kind of thinking about, you know, the Orange Bowl is a big, a big one, right? New Year's Six and, um, you know, it's a big deal and it was a big a big opponent. And, you know, the stadium was amazing and the, the venue was awesome. And uh, just kind of the magnitude of the game kind of all came to realization, you know, after we're once we're in it, right? And once we're playing in it and kind of realize, you know, this feels bigger than than other games. And the fact that we were able to 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 win the game and win the game the way we did, um, obviously, whatever. We won't get into it because I could be over analytical at all times, but <laughs> we won the game and and um it was it was a good showing and, and we had a great time. So super exciting. Click on that thumbs up button again. The ball report is brought to you by Bassey Lawn and Guard Man Alive. It's worth the drive, whether you're in Nashville, Knoxville, Chattanooga, it's in Cleveland. They've got industrial mowers, they've got the commercial mowers and residential mowers for you. Bassey.com, Bassey Lawn and Guard Man Alive. It's worth the drive. So, Jacob, get a little analytical if, if you don't mind, because I thought that. Clemson threw a lot of things at you guys, not only mm. in the front, but in the secondary as well. So w- was this as much of a mental game as, as maybe one you faced all year? Yeah, so when you when you go against a team like this, right, that is very multiple in <clears throat> um, what they're able to do just because their personnel, um, you know, they have a, had a lot of, of solid you know, interior linemen and, and their linebackers played well. And um, so it allowed them to do a lot of different things up front, you know, going in and out of different, you know, three down looks, four down looks, five up looks, um, you know, three, three stacks. Like I know I'm maybe speaking, speaking Spanish here, but um, <clears throat> just they were able to do a lot of different things that um, forced us to have a lot of different, you know, different checks and different uh, ways that we're maybe blocking certain run schemes. So, 
you know, if it's a, if it's a three down front, um, you know, we're going to run this this way. If it's a four down front, we're going to run it this way. If it's, you know, five up, we're going to run it this way. And and that's pretty normal, I think, you know, going into a game. But, you know, Clemson truly, you know, got in and out of all of those a lot. Generally, a team will kind of settle into one that they think might be the best versus us. But but Clemson got in and out of, of a lot of different fronts and a lot of different coverages and, uh, you know, gave us some trouble. Um you know, realistically, you know, every once in a while, uh, obviously we were able to, to move the ball a little bit and, and have some drives that we put together once we figured everything out. But, um, you know, there were some some drives that kind of stalled out, you know, after after three plays or, or maybe get the first first down and then, you know, not able to move the ball anymore. Um, and that's a credit to them. You know, they had a good scheme and good players, but uh, luckily we were able, we were able to figure it out and, and go and, and execute. I think it's a pretty big credit to Joe Milton, who, he has experience, but not like a ton. It's not like he's yeah. your starter to be able to go out there and discover that type of defense. What did you think of his play? Man, yeah, I was excited for Joe. Um, I think that it's been pretty obvious that I feel extremely confident in Joe and just the way that I talk on, on this podcast and the way that, you know, if anyone asked me, I, w- I would speak about it. Um, but, yeah, he did a good job of, of preparing, you know, this, this past week um, at the bowl site. Right. You know, it's easy for guys to get distracted or, um, you know, at practice, just be, you know, excited about the weather. Right. It was warm. It's the cold, so people just being loose and people not whatever. But, you know, there, there's a level of that, but it's also a level of him, you know, understanding the assignment, understanding that we're going to, you know, get a lot of different things from the defense and, and he's going to be the one that's going to have to lead us through all of it. So, um, yeah, he did a great job, obviously, won the MVP and congratulations to him. And he's more than deserving. And. I'm just happy for him to to be able to step up and do that. You probably didn't see it. <clears throat> even if you've watched the game, you're probably watching the All-22. You're not watching the TV broadcast. But uh, I thought Josh Heupel was so funny in the beginning. They they interviewed him just moments <clears throat> before the game as he's standing on the field, and he just goes, oh, Joe will be fine. Just yeah. like, I mean, like <laughs> it was, I mean, like it was a given. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking this is, you know, do we really 100% know that? But – that confidence, um, where, where did, where do you think that comes from? Because you guys said it all along, and in the media we wondered, is this just coach talk speak? And yeah. no, you guys are absolutely right. Where does that confidence in him come from? It man, it just comes from him. Like he, um, he is a very confident person in himself and his abilities in our team. Um, you know, just in, in everything. Right. And that's not a, a diss. That's not a bad thing. That's that's an amazing thing. He's confident. He's not going to be someone that, you know, is in your face about whatever and is, and is super cocky about things. And he, we all might get there sometimes just because of, of the, the circumstances. But um, no, he's just super confident in his, in his abilities and his preparation. And that kind of, you know, forces other people to feel the same amount of confidence. Right. Um Obviously, you've heard me say it. Coach Hype says it right before the game. We go, we're going out there. He's, oh yeah, Joe, Joe's fine. Joe will be all right because we truly believe it. Because Joe believes it. Joe knows he'll be fine. So if Joe knows he'll be fine, then you know why should we worry about him? Like we shouldn't worry about it <laughs> as long as he's he's comfortable and he's ready to roll. Then then we're good. Click that thumbs up button. I want to ask you about your future again. Uh, the thumbs up button button helps us get to uh, more Tennessee fans and we greatly appreciate that the ball report brought to you by Bassey Lawn and Garden they've also got the hedgers the trimmers the blowers for residential use and again 
when it comes to commercial and industrial, there's nothing like Bassy Lawn and Garden. Bassy.com, man alive, it's worth the drive. So you'd you'd said before the bowl game you're going to take your time, which I think is very wise to make your decision. You do have one year of eligibility to return, or you can go on to the NFL. Um, if just kind of if you can let us know what sort of maybe time frame you're looking at and the factors that go into that decision, because I know you haven't made it made it quite yet. Yeah. Um, so just timeline, I think, you know, obviously it's getting to the point where, where you kind of have to make a decision. And um, I think probably next week or so, you know, I think I will feel comfortable um, with whatever decision I make again, like it's, it's truly back and forth right now, just because, I mean, like you, you can imagine um, plenty of great opportunities in both, right. There's great opportunities beyond here and there's great opportunities that are here for me. And um, it'll just be a matter of, of deciding what's going to make, you know, make me happiest and, and I'm going to feel most comfortable and I'm going to be able to thrive the most, um, whether that's here or whether that's, you know, leaving and going to play in the NFL. Because um, obviously the NFL is something that I've wanted to do since I was a little kid. And, um, you know, with that opportunity right in front of me, it's it's pretty cool to just to think about that being a possibility. Um, but at the same time, it's, you know, I want to make sure I'm making the best decision for uh, for myself and for my future self and for my future family and um, yeah. How, how, how much more complicated? And I've, I've said for 15, 20 years that you guys deserved a, a bigger or at least a piece of the pie. But yeah. with, with, within ITL, you, you, you know, you're very engaging. Um, you're, you're one of the good guys. Well, there's a bunch of good guys on this team, but yeah. um, you, you've been able to benefit. From that. So, how, how much does that complicate the decision? The fact that, you're not getting by from, you know, just just the aid that you receive. There's there's a business aspect to it as well. Yeah, um, obviously that's a, a major aspect of it. Um, being able to grow, I guess, you know, my brand here um, in Knoxville, and just, you know, I know it's we are separated from that power team you and know, illegally, but um, being able to just kind of continue to build the legacy here. Um, and obviously there's a lot of doors that open, you know, with NIL, um, being able to connect with, with people like you and, and with, you know, I work with Craven Wings and you know, local wing, wing spot and, um, yeah, man, there's a lot of opportunities and, and it kind of, you know, makes it a little bit easier to, I guess, stay right. Because, you know, you're going to have, you know, that, that supplemental income as, as on top of whatever scholarship and stuff. So, um, obviously money here won't compare to money in the NFL because, you know, that's just on different levels, but, um, you know, it shouldn't and it doesn't, but, um, obviously it would still be nice to be able to, to, you know, have some, a little bit of income on the side from just the work that I do for, you know, whether it's stuff like this or marketing or whatever it may be, just kind of building my brand and, and, uh, yeah, making money off my name, image and likeness attached to what I do on the field. So, well, I'm, I'm voting you stay, but there are, <laughs> I don't think you should my thoughts into consideration at all. So you do, well, do what's right. It's appreciated. It's appreciated whether I take it into consideration or yeah. not. <laughs> and I can tell you David Bassey at Bassey Lawn and Garden is hoping you stay as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, be sure to hit that uh, thumbs up button. We greatly appreciate it. It's funny how many people I ask you about, and we've talked about Squirrel, and he's yeah. a fun player to watch. He has a neat name. Joe takes over, so we obviously talk about Joe. Um, 
through McCoy, had the transfer issues we've talked about. I don't know that we've talked about Ramel Keaton and what he's like as, <laughs> as, a, as a person, uh, but he's always yeah. there when you need him, and he was in the mm-hmm. what, you, what can you tell me about Ramel as a, as a dude? Yeah, as a dude, just, man, su- I feel like I may have mentioned this before. Super quiet, um, super reserved, like whenever he's a, in big groups, and then you get, you know, I'm not the closest with him, but I've seen him just kind of interact with the people that he's close with. And, you know, he obviously opens up a little bit and stuff and, and would joke around and everything just like a normal person would. But, um, yeah, super quiet, just kind of goes to work. Um, truly one of the one of the. I don't even know how to say this. Um, he's always the one getting extra work. If someone's in the facilities getting more work or getting catching more jugs machines or you know, working on the top of his route or whatever, it's him every time, or at least him with a group of other guys. So, um, yeah, it's no surprise to me or to anyone on our team that that he shows up in those big moments because he's prepared for those big moments. Like the, those deep balls, like you saw how effortless, effortlessly he, it was a little double move, whatever, and he just runs under that ball and, like, it just looks like it just kind of just drops in his hands and he's not even really – you know, he wasn't like trying to focus real hard. It's just because he's done it so many times. I watched him catch that ball after practice so many times. And um, yeah, he shows up big with, with those big catches. I remember the big diving catch, too, that everybody talks about. And um, yeah, just stuff like that is not surprising. You know, it's obviously it's it's great to see it and it's cool. It's a cool play and it is surprising to see it in, in person. But um, yeah, he prepares the right way. So he's definitely more than capable of making those plays. He seems to me like one of those players and I've seen a lot of them that are very very good one year and could take another leap forward the next year and I'm, do, do, you, do you see that in him do you see another gear that he can go into in 2023 I yeah I agree I definitely think that that's you know a position that he's in uh just all of us you know everyone uh maybe except brew like brew is jacked for some reason but everybody on the, on the offensive skill side can take that next step in in just their body progression right you know making the making our bodies look you know whatever better bigger stronger faster um we all i think can take that next step um but yeah i think just how much more he's gonna he's gonna put into it you know this offseason knowing that you know it's time to time to go have a really big year um, I think he'll be fully prepared, and you'll see him make a lot of plays for us, you know, next year and, and whatever. If he stays one more, then it's one more. If it's however many more he has, then it's however many more he has. So, well, I, I can I can feel for Brew. That's what they always say about me when I'm at the gym. Why are you here? You're so jacked. I'm sure. Yeah, you don't need to be here, dude. Take the day off. <laughs> Put your muscles up, man. <laughs> Put them up <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Um, nope. No great transition here, but um, yeah, I've I, I'm watched the whole season, and I don't want anybody to get hurt for either team. But in particular, getting to know you and Cooper, I'm just always like, when you guys would get banged up, even my wife's like, oh man, you know, say a little prayer here, and yeah. it would. And um, but I'm watching Monday Night Football, and mm-hmm. uh, I see Demar Hamlin, and I see this is not just an injury; this is this is scary as, as a player, when you're watching something like that, whether or not you saw it live or you, you've heard about it since what goes through your mind? Yeah. Um, 
it's weird because you step on the field with the um like not thinking about that that's that's the last thing on your mind whenever you step on the field because if that was what you thought about all the time whenever you're on the field you wouldn't play the game um so i think that you know every day you step on the field you 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 understand that risk but that risk is very um very much in the back of your head because of just how many banked reps you have where it's like yeah okay i took that hit and i was okay like i'm sure a hit extremely similar to to that that happened last night has happened hundreds of thousands of times and it will happen hundreds of thousands of times after after this and um you know it, i saw something you know i don't know the whole official story or whatever but i there was a doctor talking about it how you know he had just happened to get hit and that like the right moment where he gets hit on the he gets hit on the right spot and it just happened to send him into you know the fibrillation or whatever it was and and um, man, hopefully you know pray to God that they're able to to help him and able to you know fully you know recover his heart and his body and and um, man it's it, it is scary man it's scary from from a player's perspective it's scary from just a human being perspective of how how quickly things can change and how fragile, you know, everything is. And, um, yeah, you kind of just have to, man, just trust that, you know, the Lord's going to protect your body. I pray every day that the Lord protects my body and my mind and my soul as I play the game. And, um, you know, he has so far and, um, you know, that's all you can do is, is trust that you'll be all right. And that, you know, everything's going to work itself out. Yeah. And, you know, one thing I think that maybe fans don't, Understand. For every play in a game, you've you've had a hundred uh, reps in practice or more. Um, yeah. And and let's face it, there's a big difference between an ankle and head, neck, internal organs. Okay. Yeah. And unfortunately, I've been around one of those situations where it got really scary at a practice. Um, have, have you ever been around a situation in, in practice or anything where you're like, you were really concerned about the long-term health of, of one of your teammates? Yeah. I mean, obviously didn't like obviously no names and stuff, but there's just been times whenever, whenever like a guy maybe, you know, not, not like a hit or anything like, um, but there's been times when, yeah, guys have had, you know, neck issues or back issues and you can tell immediately like, okay, that's, like we need to need to stop practice like for right now and let's focus on this and make sure this is okay. You know what I mean? Before we, before we carry on, sometimes it's, yeah, like you said, it's different from an ankle. If a guy gets rolled up on, you know, it gets an ankle or something. It's, you know, it sounds bad, but it's, Hey, move the ball down 15 yards. And like, we got to keep rolling. Like we hope you're okay. Right. But we got to keep moving. Um, yeah. That's, that's a different, a different scenario. That's, that's more concerned for this person just as a human being rather than, and as a football player, an ankle will take you out of football, but stuff like that will take you out of out of life. And that's not something that, you know, you want to just kind of skip over or, you know, not pay attention to. Could you even put yourself in a position with the Hamlin situation to go out there and, hey, mm-hmm. uh, in five minutes, you're going to start uh, playing again. Could you even imagine that? I couldn't imagine, especially after just how man how how sudden it was and how quickly it went from you know all right we're just playing everybody's playing that's the weirdest thing is everyone's in this this state of you know uh you know adrenaline and 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 everyone's tensions are high and, and it's a lot it's a, high, a lot of high stress and um you know everybody's bodies are flowing and 
and then something like that happens and then you have to come down to earth and then once, once time you come down and then you realize you're like well like you realize how serious the thing is that's a that's a really um it's really hard i guess on your on your nervous system like like quite literally your, like your central nervous system and your mind and you know your your emotions and i i couldn't see myself being able to effectively actually play a game um so obviously i know they had they had delayed it and stuff so um yeah it would be hard for me to come back and, and to be able to play you know no no I, I, I couldn't even imagine well i kudos on a fantastic season it was going to be that whatever happened in the orange bowl but you talk about capping it off in the right way that was yeah incredibly impressive so um look forward to visiting with you next week and i know you have an important decision to make so we'll be thinking about you tennessee fans i'm sure want you to come back but also pray that uh uh, Jacob makes uh, the the right decision, and I don't think there's a wrong decision. To be real honest, with you. I think yeah. you're, I think you're golden. So, uh, thanks again, and we'll visit with you next week. And uh, don't don't stress on it too much, man. Yes, sir. Thank you. I won't. I appreciate it. <laughs> He's Jacob Warren. I'm Dave Hooker. Duval Report brought to you by Bassie Lawn and Garden Man Alive. It's-